Welcome to Cosmic Diaries. This is Priya Kale, your astrologer, and welcome to another eclipse week. We're heading to a very powerful, important total lunar eclipse and full moon in Scorpio, bringing a total resurrection and transformation in the area of your life ruled by Scorpio. So pay attention to this part of your chart because you're setting patterns now for the next not only two weeks, but at least the next six months. There are fated developments unfolding, revealing hidden opportunities, bringing a re resurrection from the ashes of the past. And the eclipse is bringing a potent emotional release and hidden information to light, showing us where we need to let go of our attachments so we can invite in greater abundance and a sense of security and materialize our desires and dreams. And there are potent aspects surrounding this eclipse, seeding this energy. So I'm going to dive deep into the astrology and eclipse chart in this episode, as well as give you a quick rundown of the aspects coming up this week, week of May 13th to the 20th. But I've also written up a newsletter, which I'll send out shortly. So do sign up at CosmicDiaries.com or Priya.Kale.com if you haven't already. And that could be a useful reference guide as well as the days follow. But stick with me and we'll try to unravel this mystery. Jupiter is now in Aries. Mercury is currently retrograde. Mercury is stationed retrograde just hours before Jupiter changed signs. Venus is also in Aries and this week Venus makes a conjunction to Chiron. Also on the 15th of May, after Venus conjuncts Chiron, the Sun will square Saturn and then sextile Neptune within minutes. And then just hours later on the 16th of May, we have the total lunar eclipse in Scorpio. And on the 18th of May, Mercury, currently retrograde, will make a semi-square aspect of Venus in Aries. And on the same day, Mars makes a conjunction, exact conjunction to Neptune in Pisces. Not all is as it seems, so just move slowly. There's still more that's coming to light. On the 19th of May, the Sun trines Pluto, helping us lighten our load, clear clutter, metaphorically and literally, and cut back so we can reinvest and redirect our energy and redistribute our resources consciously. And this includes our time, money, love, energy, not just our physical resources. And finally, on the 20th of May, Mercury makes a sextile to Jupiter, bringing new discoveries, and we're learning new information and seeing new ways forward, where it may have seemed like we've reached a dead end. And there's plenty of hope and a powerful resurrection underway in the ashes of the past, bringing second chances. We can't change the past, but learning what you are learning now, there's still time to change the future. Our ability to be aware of our own demons and confront them consciously and release them consciously so we can shape our future with greater awareness. So, that's a quick rundown of the aspects, but now I'm just going to get into the energy of the week and just flow with it and see what comes up. So diving into the week, there aren't any major aspects taking place on the 13th and the 14th of May. The moon is moving through Libra for most of the 13th of May, and then it enters Scorpio early on the 14th of May. And of course, we are heading to the full moon on and lunar eclipse on the 16th of May. You know, move slowly. There's a lot that's surfacing and there's a lot that we're processing emotionally. So take your time with this. As the moon enters Scorpio, certainly the intensity rises 
and there's a powerful transformation, emotional transformation especially, underway. And a transformation wherever you have Scorpio in your chart. And you can expect a rise in the emotional tide as we head to the eclipse. But first, on 15th of May, Venus conjuncts Chiron. And this is a potent and powerful aspect. And just hours later, of course, the Sun makes a square to Saturn and sextile to Neptune. With Venus's conjunction to Chiron, Venus is the planet that rules our heart and our relationships and our money and our creativity, beauty. And she's moving through Aries right now, which is not the easiest placement for Venus. And the conjunction to Chiron can certainly bring up our wounds and an awareness at best of where we feel wounded. Our hearts are feeling pretty raw and there's a need for deep awareness because Venus is the ruler of the Sun in Taurus. And we are in this Taurus new moon solar eclipse cycle. And the Sun and both Venus speak of a process of creation. So there's a need for awareness in the moment about what we are creating in the future as much as we're leaving an aspect of the past behind. Venus is the principle of creation and Chiron asks for awareness. So it's about being aware about what you're creating. Venus also speaks of our values and our sense of worth, self-worth. So how you value yourself and what you value will ultimately determine the relationships that you align with and the resources that you attract. So there may be issues arising surrounding abandonment, maybe fear surrounding relationships, especially the fear of abandonment or fear of loss. Or then if we've been burnt before in a relationship, it could be the fear of intimacy and deepening connections with someone. If there's been betrayal in the past, it could be easy to project that mistrust onto current situations. With the eclipse taking place in Scorpio at the moment, on the Taurus-Scorpio axis, the reminder is that even the best of relationships, people will die someday. So it's about showing up as authentically as we can in the present moment without fearing a process of change that's underway anyway and eclipses are a time when fate and destiny are at work. Ultimately, the conjunction in Aries asks for trust and speaks of trust. And even if we can't trust someone else, this is about learning to trust our own hearts and our instincts. With awareness, we can unlock the space for healing to happen so we can create a new reality rather than replaying patterns in unconsciousness, our patterns in our relationships, financial patterns. There's a need to reconnect with our hearts and return to our sense of innocence, that purity of a child's heart. So to reconnect with your inner child and your heart before it felt wounded by life. Then as the Scorpio eclipse aligns, we can consciously release what's weighing us down and emotional baggage that prevents our progress or prevents us from deepening connections or attracting the resources that we need and desire and that we're truly worth and that finding that sense of inner contentment and happiness because the, the external world is transient what outlasts even death is love so it's important that you keep the love alive in your heart and learn your lessons certainly but let go of the baggage that crowds your heart and prevents you from experiencing the joy and the happiness and the love that you desire. Immediately after this aspect, Saturn, the Sun squares Saturn and Sun sextiles Neptune. Now, 
the sun made a conjunction to Saturn around the 4th of February. So it might help to look back at what was unfolding in your life around that time because we were reaching a significant milestone and moving over a threshold. And now as the sun squares Saturn, we're turning a corner as we adjust, readjust our boundaries and see more fertile opportunities and ways to materialize a dream. And this calls for inner resilience. We're ready to leave the past behind and move towards healing. But leaving the past behind need not mean that we forget our lessons. It's just a matter of embodying those lessons so we can let go of a weight that we've been carrying and then create an open space for healing to happen, whether it's physical healing, healing within our relationships, financial patterns, wherever it is that we most need, perhaps, or we're hoping for a miracle even. There is a stream of abundance here, and there's a need to use our imagination, keep our hearts open, and to channel this energy effectively so we can nurture what is precious to us while staying grounded in our values. All in all, on the 15th of May, there's a sense that we're coming to important realizations about what we value, what's important to us, what we need to be able to trust. And as we do, we can readjust our boundaries and find new openings forward and find the inner strength to move ahead and create our lives more consciously, live our lives more consciously and in alignment with our values. On the 16th of May, of course, we're coming to the Scorpio full moon and lunar eclipse. The eclipse reaches totality at 12.11 a.m. just after midnight on the 16th of May in New York and at 9.41 a.m. in India. And the exact full moon will be just four minutes later at 12.15 a.m. in New York and 9.45 a.m. here in India. And so now eclipses, as I've mentioned before, come in pairs usually. And we have usually we have a new moon and a full moon. Sometimes there's three. This time we have two eclipses in this Taurus new moon solar eclipse cycle, which began on the 3rd of May. And this Scorpio lunar eclipse closes out this eclipse cycle. Eclipses will mm. set patterns for at least six months at a time. So it would be helpful now to look back at what was unfolding in November, because that was the first eclipse in this series of eclipses on the Taurus-Scorpio axis. And incidentally, it was also at about the same degree of the current eclipse, only at the time the full moon and lunar eclipse was in Taurus, and this time, and the sun was in Scorpio at the time, and now the sun is in Taurus, the full moon is in Scorpio. So we're almost getting an opposite view of what was unfolding back then, six months ago. We're seeing life from another perspective. And we're moving to the next stage of development of situations. It will also help to look back at what was unfolding in your life about 18 years ago. Because you're coming full circle from that time. And this is a chance to do things differently. To ask yourself how you've evolved. And what you've learned over the past 18 years. So there can be real evolution. At the time of an eclipse, it's best to go inward. Meditate. Deepen your spiritual practice practice your mantras. It is said any spiritual practice that we do during an eclipse is multiplied a thousandfold. This is not the time to be trying to manifest things because essentially as the moon's disk is being shadowed, there's a similar effect that's underway here on Earth. 
and within us, in our psyche. This is a wiping out and a reset point. Also, ideally, avoid eating or drinking during the eclipse and avoid even watching the eclipse. I know people love to do that and I have done it in the past when I wasn't aware of its implications. But I would advise you to just stay inward and not make too many plans. Just try to stay still. As the eclipse aligns and then the moon reappears again, so too we are seeing situations now in a new light. And wherever you have Scorpio in your chart, this is a powerful reset. You're reaching the end of a cycle and the days that follow are likely to bring powerful revelations and show you where it's time to change and what we need to really let go of. Scorpio is a sign which represents everything that's unknown and taboo. It represents a process of transformation. It's where energy merges on the deepest level. So we're talking about sex, we're talking about death, transformation. It's everything that we can't avoid. So Scorpio speaks of our most intimate bonds and closest relationships. Marriage, business partnerships, people we share bloodlines with. All connections that involve especially sex and money. Taurus is about money. Scorpio speaks about other people's money. Taurus speaks of life. Scorpio speaks of death and specifically a process of ego death. Scorpio asks that we let go of our attachments to the material world. This eclipse is also conjunct the south node and the south node is also a point of release and a Scorpio eclipse at the south node with Scorpio anyway deals with change and endings and the south node too is a point of release and asks that we let go of our attachments to the material world. In Jyotish the south node is the most is one of the most spiritual points in the chart and the south node or ketu is known as the moksha karaka the one who gives us moksha or liberation from our bondages and worldly attachments because again everything material is transient anyway everyone dies someday and that really is what scorpio teaches us but that's why life is so precious and that's why the time that we do have with the people that we love is so precious so it's important that we live deeply in each moment and make the most of every moment that we have because we really don't know how long we have on this earth at a time of this scorpio eclipse these lessons are really coming home scorpio is a fixed water sign so then the moon deals with our emotions so where there's emotional hurt and emotional baggage or where we feel like there's been stagnation emotionally or even in our lives, this is a chance to really clear out the past, to let go of what we've been holding on to, consciously or unconsciously, so we can invite in a fresh flow of energy and constructive change. Because Scorpio deals with everything that's below the surface and behind the veil. So there are hidden truths and hidden realities coming to light now, but this is also a chance to really clear the slate and lighten our load as we head to our destiny. This will mean confronting our shadows as well and our inner demons as well and the darker parts of ourselves with compassion so there can be evolution. Also remember, even hatred is a bond. So if there's any place in your life that needs forgiveness, anyone that needs forgiveness or perhaps even forgiving yourself so you can live more freely in the present and more unburdened in the present. Whatever is surfacing now, move in awareness and consciously release emotional baggage 
and the darker, heavier, painful emotions, which is never easy. But the more we cling to situations, the more or the more we cling to things as they are, we're trying to hold back the current. And Scorpio really asks for that deep surrender. So there can be a process of evolution and we can move through a transition with greater ease and grace rather than clinging to the rocks and feeling smashed up against them. Or trying to control situations or other people when we, we can barely control ourselves even. You may not know what's coming next, but what's needed now is trust and faith in the universe and most of all in yourself. Eclipses bring fated events and developments and the people in your life and the situations in your life are not there by coincidence. There's a greater plan that's in motion. And certainly with this eclipse in Scorpio, not all is above the surface. There's a lot that's happening behind the scenes and there are mysterious forces at work. And at best, this is a very magical, sensual, seductive, fertile climate. But really, this is about letting go of expectations of the external world and finding the gold that's hidden within. And when it comes to the external world, being able to let go of surface attachments to find what's pure and golden in the situation and really let go of the rest. Significantly, Mars, the ruler of Scorpio, is currently in Pisces, moving to a conjunction with Neptune. And Mars and Neptune, when these two planets get together, not everything is as it seems. And we're very much under this spell and fog as the eclipse aligns. So there isn't much clarity. And we could be dealing with a deep sense of disillusionment or even perhaps disappointments. But now is the time to really let them go. So we can start to see reality more clearly and start to see the potential and opportunities that are before us rather than focus on what is lost or what we think is lost or what perhaps didn't play out the way we expected it to. Expectations are always a setup for disappointment because things rarely play out the way we plan them. Life rarely plays out the way we've planned it. But if we can surrender to it, it can be a whole lot more beautiful than we even planned. But for that, there has to be a willingness to open up and invite in the magic. Still, this is a full moon and this is the end of a cycle. So ask yourself what it is that you really need to let go of and hold, let go of holding on to. Because if something is meant for you, it will remain. And what's not meant for you, no matter how hard you try to hold on to it, you won't be successful. So the best thing we can do right now is surrender and flow with this energy while staying grounded in our values and allowing a process to unfold. At best, this energy is very sensual, seductive, sexual even. And there is magic in the air. But again, as I mentioned, with Mars and Neptune, there's always a chance for deception or us projecting onto situations because we don't see the world as it is we see it as we are and the more we can let go of our projections right now we can then start to see more clearly and mars will conjunct neptune later in the week on the 18th so it will take a few days for the fog to clear after the 18th slowly there can be more clarity as the days progress but for now it's just a matter of really moving slowly and trusting our instincts as we move forward and with Scorpio, Scorpio is also a sign that deals with issues of control 
So wherever it is that you're trying to control something unconsciously, let it go and allow space for transformation. Also the Mars-Neptune conjunction, which we're under. Mars is the last personal planet to be making a conjunction to Neptune. We've been in this process since about February when the Sun made a conjunction to Neptune and then later Venus and Mercury both made conjunctions to Neptune in March and then April. So this has been an ongoing process that we've been moving through. And where something earlier may have seemed like it was a beautiful dream within reach, if something seems to be falling apart now, again, don't cling, be patient. The only thing that's falling apart right now are your illusions of how you think things should be. But once we can release those illusions, we can start to see a more fertile reality. And there's need for patience with this process of change. The sun is in Taurus and Taurus really asks for patience. And with the moon in Scorpio, there's a lot that's happening now beneath the surface and in the shadows, externally as well as most importantly, deeply within our own psyche. So once the eclipse aligns, slowly in the days that follow, we're going to see, start to see things in a new light, showing us where we need to change within and what we need to release within. So pay attention to the Scorpio-Taurus axis in your chart because wherever there is Scorpio in your chart, that's where this is all playing out. And there is a powerful resurrection underway in this area of your life where you need it the most. And the less you cling to a process or try to control a process, you can ease a transformation. But change always comes from inside out and no one can have power over us unless we give it to them. So this is a chance to reclaim your power, get grounded in your values, and trust the flow, the river of life, really, because you can't step in the same river twice. Neither you nor the river is same ever again. So move in that awareness over these next few days and on the 16th of May. The moon enters Sagittarius at about 7.51 in the morning on, the, on May 16th in New York and then later in the evening at about 5.20 in India. And the energy definitely lightens up a little bit. There could be slow and profound revelations coming through as we start to see situations in a whole new light. But it's almost like it'll take some time for our eyes to readjust to the light after the lights have been turned off as we take in a new reality and new world around us. And really what's changed is our perception of it. So be philosophical about what's unfolding. Your sense of humor will certainly help you through this. You start to slowly gain new perspective and start to see new ways forward and experience a sense of newfound freedom where recently you might have felt like you'd reached a dead end. Then on the 17th of May, Mercury makes a semi-square to Venus, bringing sharp, perhaps, conversations. We're learning new information and seeing another side to a story. And some of what we're learning may be bittersweet, but keep an open mind. It's all part of the journey. And with Mercury retrograde, this is really a chance to reach a deeper understanding within yourself. So you can make important adjustments because immediately on the next day, Mars is conjunct Neptune. And there's definitely still very much a sense of a fog. So it would be best to have clarity before you make any major decisions. At best, this is a very imaginative aspect. But if you're experiencing any sense of loss or disappointment or disillusionment, as I've mentioned before, release it consciously. And if you're seeing something as overly perfect or something seems to be too good to be true, it likely is. So 
move in awareness, move slowly, test the waters before you dive in. And you'll have a lot more clarity even in a day or two. Remember the worst lies that we tell are the ones we tell ourselves. So just be really brutally honest with yourself. You've learned important lessons and the eclipse is bringing important truths to light. So although there's a resurrection on the way, you've changed and you're not the same person anymore. So it's important to embody the wisdom that you've gained and steer your course with that awareness consciously. So you aren't fooled by something shiny and glamorous on the surface, but ultimately hollow. It's all about seeking depth and what's soulful and replenishing. Also make sure that you aren't allowing past fears and hurts to blind you to an opportunity or allowing your fears of replaying the past to seep in and poison a more fertile and fruitful reality. So in all cases, deep, deep, deep self-awareness is required without clinging to anything, then trusting that in a couple of days, you'll have more clarity about what is real and what truly matters to you. So really tap into how you feel about something rather than what you think about something. Sometimes we just want to believe something is true. But when people show you who they are, believe them. Because actions really speak louder than words right now. Because Mercury is retrograde. And with the Mars conjunct Neptune aspect, it could be very easy to project onto situations, for better or for worse. So move slowly. The 19th of May, the Sun trines Pluto. And this really is a very stabilizing aspect. But there's also a need to evolve now and it's time to let go of the things that hold us back to let lighten our load and let go of dead weight ideas of success failure and dig deep for your values and your self-worth and self-esteem this really is a growing moment and a maturing moment but it's also a chance to cut back on what has already served its time on a very practical level financially it might be helpful to look at where you need to cut back where you're draining resources and in relationships as well, you don't have to cut anyone out of your life, but it would help to look at where you're investing your energy and to let go of the patterns that you've outgrown as you find value in yourself and you deepen your own self-worth. In all cases, this is a power aspect and there's a powerful transformation underway and this is a chance to level up materially and financially and in your sense of physical well-being as well as emotionally, personally, in your personal life, as well as professionally in whatever it is that you're trying to create. We're separating the wheat from the chaff and finding what's golden in situations and what's worth preserving and nurture what really matters. And then finally, on the 20th, Mercury sextiles Jupiter and Mercury, as we know, is retrograde and about to re-enter Taurus next week. But for now, Mercury sextiles Jupiter and Jupiter is newly in Aries. This is an aspect that's bringing us whole new understanding and new discoveries and about ourselves and our desires and what we want and how to get it. Showing us a whole new way forward where we thought we'd reached the end of the road. We're seeing another side to a story. We're understanding our own desires in a whole new light. It's having conversations bringing huge revelations. A sextile is a harmonious aspect. So whatever it is that we're discovering, have faith that this is opening up new opportunities, but it will require a certain amount of fearlessness for us to move forward and to take a leap of faith. As much as we're reviewing recent decisions in light of what we're learning, 
And Jupiter is now newly in Aries, as we know. Aries is a fire sign, it's a passionate sign. At best, Aries asks for fearlessness and trust. And Jupiter is the planet of expansion and of faith. And there's a need now to have more faith in yourself and your own abilities as you move ahead. We're getting a glimpse into what we'll be dealing with in the first half of 2023, now between now and October. And consider this a period of expansion and growth in the area of your life ruled by Aries. And it's a period, above all, of self-discovery and a chance to enter a process of self-realization with greater awareness and greater consciousness. We all have a part to play in this universe, otherwise we wouldn't be here. The whole would not be whole without the sum of its parts. So this is about having faith in a greater plan, even if we can't see it yet, and doing our best to live our lives as authentically as possible especially now as we close out this eclipse week and eclipse season. Trust what's unfolding is drawing you to your destiny and have more faith in yourself and the universe as you move through. Where one door closes, another opens and nature abhors a vacuum. So even if you're experiencing a sense of loss, don't be in a hurry to fill a void. Take your time with what's unfolding. Mercury is still retrograde and we're still in a process of reviewing the recent past and in a process of releasing patterns situations we've outgrown so there can be a real blossoming and evolution and growth at its core we're moving through a process of ego death confronting our shadows our demons and the darker aspects of our psyche consciously and if you stuck around for this long as you can see no matter what surfaces with the full moon a story is far from over and there's plenty of hope left in situations and plenty of discoveries to be made. So just be patient with the process, be patient with yourself, be gentle with yourself and others, and don't be in a hurry to judge or jump to conclusions because the mystery is yet unfolding. So more courageously, we can face the unknown this week, allowing us to navigate our way forward. So with that, I'll stop here for now, but I send you many blessings for this eclipse week. As intense as everything feels right now, this too shall pass. So make the most of it. And the Taurus season, which is really a reminder to get grounded and really root ourselves in our values and the people we love. Value yourself and then you can align with others that value you as well. And deepen connections that truly see your worth. It's not about how much money you have in the bank, ultimately. It's the measure of your heart that matters. So thank you as always for listening and I hope you found this insightful and I will catch you on the other side next week. This is Priya signing off. Namaste.